Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Dan Malecki. No Jason Bonington, Toby McKinnon with you. It's been the, This is the last of my four weeks, Dan. I had a lot of fun with Dan Malecki over this journey and Damien Burns has joined us again. He's uh, no stranger to coming on the radio with me. Damien, mate, how are you and whereabouts are you today? Uh, g'day, Toby. Yeah, good, thanks. I'm um, in Ballarat, so, yeah, just going through the motions at the moment. Uh, Dan Malecki's here as well. First, we better clear up uh, last night, mate. Bit disappointing from Celestio Matusa. How's he pulled up? Uh, yeah, pulled up really good, Toby. Um, you know, looking looking back on the race, probably, um, you know, we probably went a bit hard in the middle stages. Uh, Chris landed a couple on his on his backside to get around the field and then he never settled at all um, yeah. and kicked the wheels, uh, kicked the cart for the rest of the way and, you know, severely over-raced. So I, I don't think he ran that bad in the end. Um, and, you know, I was um, umming and ahhing whether to perhaps um, give him a trial before um, going to the races. So I was using that run as a bit of a, hmm. um, a trial, but it was sort of probably one of his harder runs that he's had. Yeah. You've had... Not a lot of luck with him, have you? I, I, I said before the race last night, he's a horse who, who should have a far superior record than what he's got. He, he At times he looks like a serious racehorse, but for one reason or another, Damien, he hasn't won the races that you think he would. And I, I really thought it might have done his confidence the world of good if he could win that race last night. So um, in that sort of class going forward, there's options for him to do that, which might benefit him significantly. Yeah, I agree uh, a bit, Dan. He's um, he's probably with his record. Um, you know, I did hear you say that, and I thought, well, you know, he probably has. To be fair to him, he's run against the top-notch horses his whole career. He hasn't really had any easy races, and last night, so-called, was easy, but it was his first step up against aged horses, and um, you know, and probably he exceeded expectations. I think in the two-year-old season when he won the heat and semi uh, final of the uh, Vic bread and then run second in the final. So he was really in a good patch then uh, and probably all the way along was a little bit below the the good ones, but, um, you know, not far behind. Dan, Dan, this will wire you up a bit, Dan. His record would be a lot better, but as a young two-year-old, a lot of the races fell over on him. He just couldn't get runs for a while, could you, Uh Damien? That's frustrating. Yeah, isn't it? we did. We did nominate him a lot um, <laughs> early, as as the same happens, you know, most years now. But uh, and they didn't stand up. And even a few of them early races that I did put him in when he won his first race, he was he was sort of drawn um, sort of wide. And and you know, I was often to go back in a small field, and they were walking early and and flying home, you know, in a in a fifty six or fifty five. And he was running terrific, but I couldn't get near him. So, and I didn't really want to like do what happened last night, um, get him up there mm. revving too hard because he can, uh, he tends to over-race a little bit at the best of times, but in the better races, uh, when they're humming, he, he actually sits on that, you know, in that speed of race a lot better. Hey, Damien's Dan, Dan I've yeah. got a question for you. When you got to Ballarat last night, had Idle Times got out from the week before yet? Or was he still looking <laughs> Was he still looking for a way out? <laughs> he was still probing for a run there. Um <laughs> He's a funny horse. I can't say that I can work him out, but at times he looks like a decent horse. And when he's on the pegs, is obviously a big help. And um, yeah, his run last week must have frustrated you, Damien, through no fault of anybody. 
But I think the positive that come out of that, you'd be pretty happy perhaps where he's at um, because he was second up. And I think clearly if he had got clear running, um, he would have probably won, but he certainly would have been in the in the finish. Oh, I think so, Dan. Like over the short distances, a lot of... If you look at his runs over the 22, um, you know, you really... Other than early days, you might as well put a line through him. He's a short course horse. And, um, you know, really when he he gets the front, you know, win, lose or draw, you know, it pays to keep it for as long as you can. And because um, he, he loses a bit of interest when he's following a helmet. So, um, you know, as often as we can, he'll be he'll be in front and holding it, um, you know, even if we do get rolled. He's, um, I have tipped him, hence why uh, Toby wanted to, to get you on the show. I, I just think this race suits him. It's in a race where there's not a lot of winning form and when belittled is the only horse to have won a race at its last five starts, with due respect here, because they're all, you know, similar type horses. Um, it's a good race for idle to- it's a good race for any horse that could draw barrier one in this race. Uh, he, he's another one of those horses he got as an early two-year-old, considering, you know, all those races, those two-year-old races that get deleted because there's not being uh, enough um, uh, acceptors, which is incredibly frustrating. I know firsthand and with groups of people that I've, I've had involved with two-year-olds, it, it's highly off-putting. But amazingly, Damien, you've been able to do it year after year. I reckon at least a couple of times you've won the first two-year-old race of the year. So to have your horses, particularly your two-year-olds, up and going so early, and Idle Times was, was effectively one of those horses. I think he won a two-year-old at his second start. But you know, I, I don't know how you do it and then have to put up with the frustrations um, of trying to find a two-year-old race where they can run in because um, they seem to be fewer and, and uh, farer between nowadays. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, it is a bit frustrating when you, you know, you've, you've got them, you know, you put the, the work into them and you're ready to go and there's, you know, I think there's still a fair few out there that could race too that they opt um, to save them for later on in the in the year and Probably it uh, it would help if, like they used to do at Leeton, if they actually, you know, forced the hand a bit and put a, put a nice race on real early, um, like they did in the old days. I think it was Kilmore Cup Day or something. They used to have the first mm. two-year-old, um, but even have a at a decent uh, prize money, and then you know the natural go on two-year-olds, they'll they'll race, you know, because um, you know when you're only you know running, you know, for your normal prize money is a as a first race two-year-old, well, what's the hurry? You've got, you know, if you've got a nice two-year-old, you've got all year to win. Um, so no one, no one rushes really. No, not at all. But you have got a two-year-old running my Bucks Night as well. So I just wonder where the naming of that horse may have, uh, why it may have come from. It's by, well, it's out of the blushing the bride. So there yeah. you go. There's. Uh, <laughs> I thought that might might have something to do with cheese, but we won't go there. But um, here's another two-year-old that you got to win. When was the last year? You didn't have a two-year-old, not just win, uh, but a two-year-old win one of the early races. Um, yeah, I did a little thing just before, um, probably in in the last, um, I don't know, maybe five or six or so years since probably Idle Time started. I think I probably had a two-year-old winner, whether it be a Trotter or a Pacer, um, nearly every year, all bar one maybe, but. Um, and although you know some of them haven't gone gone on after that and been anything special, but there's been a few few that have you know have gone on and and been more than handy. Don't, I'm I'm going to tip my Bucks Night on top, Damien. What happened to that first run? He, he it was a poor run, but he trialed really well previous to that, and and of course the win at Maryborough. 
I'm staggered he went around $51 after just on his trial form. If he forgave that first run, he, he looked a really good chance in that race. Yeah, Toby, I like, oh, I could forgive him of his first uh, race because um, prior to, I think it was prior to the new year, I think he, I took him and qualified him at Geelong and he qualified really well. And then, of course, a few races got uh, cancelled. <laughs> and then I usually go away, uh, you know, early January. So I went away for a couple of weeks, which normally, you know, I've got things in place at the stables to keep um, keep ticking along. Uh, but it didn't eventuate like that this time around. So most of my horses had a holiday like me. And then when I come back, um, you know, they're all a little bit underdone and, and of course when the race was going to stand up I put him in there anyway um, and yeah he, he was um, probably a fair bit behind his trial run uh, to be fair to the horse and probably most of me other runners in that month were you know only just um, oh. you know coming back I suppose. Well, I'm sold Dan. Idle times in a my bucks night. It's currently about 90 to 1 for the all Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have to ask Damien who he thinks his better chance is or if they're both really good each way chances, Damien. Uh, I'd say they're good each way chances. I think um you know, if idle times can get out uh, good from one and hold the front, um you know, he's he's a good each way chance and and my bucks night uh, going on his run the other day, um, you know, he sharpened up a lot from that run because um, he didn't show a lot of interest in his first race either. Um, and he's a bit like that as a horse. He, he, he's got a, I don't know, you've got to sort of switch him on a little bit. And uh, I think the penny's just starting to drop with him. So, you know, I'm hoping you see a better effort again from him in that particular race, which he will obviously have to improve a bit on that run. Damien, mate, thanks for uh, coming on. I think Dan and I are sold. We're going to be very strongly uh, tipping them for both each way. Uh, love, always love having you come on the show, mate. Uh, best of luck Saturday night. Might see you in, uh, in the winner's circle. Good on you guys. Thanks for having me. There is Damien Burns. And just to recap, Dan, uh, I wasn't with Idle Times initially. We're going to go back and I'm going to have a good hard look at that race again. He's got to be in there somewhere. You've got Idle Times. And uh, what are you tipping in the third in about 30 seconds? Race three, the two-year-old. I've got Remy Lou on top, number five. This is a tricky race. Um, you've made a good case for my Bucks night. I thought Ferrigno was really good on debut. It gets barrier seven again, though. And Soho Honey Rider. So I've tipped five, eight, wow. seven, two. Interesting race for the betting flux, though. Yeah, look, I and went eight, five, seven, two. My query on Remy Lou was being a filly coming back from New South Wales in in the short turnaround might just make it a little bit hard for her. And uh, I'll relook at race two. I initially had Major Delico on front, but in on top. But I want to get on Idle Times now. Let's get to a break. We'll come back uh, and we'll wrap this up on the top of the hour.